You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Tennessee Prime here on a beautiful Tuesday evening, November the 15th. Austin Price of AllQuest.com. Jason Swain here with you. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken, Tennessee. Nice record. Tennessee coming off a big-time win. AP, good evening, sir. Good we doing, Jason Swain. Yeah, you're right. Nine and one. Um, Tennessee fans are thinking, wow, man, this feels like, you know, like when Jason Swain played. I mean, first time since 2007, the year after you graduated, that Tennessee's got at least nine wins in a regular season. Um, undefeated at home for the first time since 2007. Uh, forget feels like 98, feels like 2007. Um, right. You know, um, you know, kudos, man. It's, it's real impressive to kind of see where this uh, program has uh, come from. 66 to 24. I was not expecting 66 points at all. I was expecting uh, a win, a convincing win, but I was not expecting 66. Uh, dominating performance offensively there in the second half versus Missouri. And they got to keep it going. You got to keep it going on the road this week versus South Carolina. And joining us in our second segment will be defensive back Wesley Walker and defensive lineman Bryson Eason. They will join us in our second segment. Uh, and then our uh, third segment, you'll be able to ask questions to the fellas, uh, and they will answer those questions uh, the best that they can. But, man, what a great position where Tennessee is. You mentioned 9-1. and one. Uh, Tennessee still sitting at five there in the college football playoff, and everything is out there uh, in front of them. Two games left, and both of those games are at home. And Tennessee announced Austin Price, the orange helmets with the white jersey and white pants. I was expecting maybe Vanderbilt, but I'm pleasantly surprised to see them a week earlier. Well, you know, Jason, the guinea pig for all alternate uh, versions of the uniform go to the, goes to South Carolina, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, it just kind of happened that way. I, I think it looks great. I, I know there's some of the old heads are going to go, oh. Our helmet's white. It is white. It is white 90% of the time. And, you know, actually this year it's less than 90. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, I, I got no problem with it. I, 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 I actually like the white on white with the orange helmet. I thought they would – the original thought, I think, was to go orange, white, orange. Um, but I'm not sure the pants and the helmet matched up great. And so it was easy just to go orange, white, white. And – you know, I, I think it looks uh, really clean. I think it looks really clean. And uh, Joe Milton, if he can do anything, he can model model that uniform, Jason Swain. And throw um, deep balls. You know, and throw 70-yard strikes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, seriously, Joe Milton's like, really, Squirrel, you fail at the one. I hit you in stride. Beautiful. You know, should have had two touchdowns. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I like the, the helmets a lot. I think I like the jersey combination. And, you know, that means they'll likely go straight stormtroopers 
for the Vanderbilt game to close in a chilly Nashville one week uh, from Saturday. Um, supposed to be down, you know, potentially in the high 20s uh, sometime that night. Probably not during the game, probably in the 40s and 30s. But uh, to someone who's on the sideline for that game, <clears throat> buckle up and bundle up. I will be. I will be buckled up for sure. Uh, I'll, I will be prepared. I thought I was prepared pretty well uh, in this past game against Missouri, man. The weather was playing tricks on us all earlier in the morning, and then whew, just got cold really, really quickly. But uh, happy for our players. They certainly you know, deserve to, to have fun with the uniform and have a say, and I'm excited for them. I know a lot of foreign players are, are very fired up, fired up about the look. And uh, when you think about the white power tee, when you own a orange polo or orange short shirt that's Tennessee, most of the time you're going to have a white polo on it. So uh, to me, it is tradition. And it's just something that, you know, we haven't seen as of late. But if you go back and look at some of the history, I'm pretty sure they had a darker helmet. Well, the one thing that I like is – they didn't try to get silly and go with, you know, the old Davy Crockett symbol or something else. They kept the T. Like that's what. That's again, you can you can blur the lines oh, of sweet. modern and tradition, but you can also get it a little messy if you try to go out over your skis on some of this stuff. Man. That's a really clean look. The T oh, looks dear. good. I'm for it. And had they done something like smoky or something like that, then no, no, that would look not good. But this right here, I think looks uh, really, really, really good. What also looked good in the um, previous game was a couple of guys making some big plays. Princeton fat had two touchdowns in the air. Uh, we saw freshman Dylan Sampson get in there and uh, make some guys miss in space. You know, we got a chance to talk to him on the locker room on, on Sunday. And um, that was really the first time, that he has played since the LSU game in an SEC game. And he wanted to make sure that he learned from that game. And when his number was called, he was ready. And boy, was he ready. Making guys miss in space, showing off that speed. He was very, very electric. It was good to see him get back out there and make some plays. Yeah, I agreed. And the one thing he got complimented on um, earlier today when Jerry Mapp met with the media was just how much buy-in and pride he took in pass protection post LSU. LSU, he missed his assignment. Hendon got blown up, forced fumbling out. Dylan did pick up the ball and almost made a miraculous play for a first down. But, you know, I think that was a wake-up call for him as a freshman. And and what did he do? He didn't sulk or get, you know, down in his fields. He just went to work and started working on, you know, his pass protection and, and, you know, got it, you know, um, got it to the point where the staff feels like, okay, Hey, we can trust him again. And, you know, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's dynamite. Again, you go back to 1997, same thing happened to Jamal Lewis early in the year. Coaches didn't think he could pass protect, blah, blah, blah. Eventually though, talent takes over (laughs) and I would expect 24 to see more action this week and more action against Vanderbilt. Man, look at Trey Gandy, our producer, went straight. I mean, he picked up Jamal Lewis on the fly. I mean, I literally said his name like four seconds ago, and he already had a picture thrown up. I mean, I don't even know that's humanly possible. 
no gloves, just wrist tape, ready to just bust somebody. Look at Jamal, head. dude. Look at look at him. I mean, good lord. And then when you throw in the old jerseys that weren't like form fitting and the bigger pads, I mean, he looks so big. I mean, he is big, but he looks even bigger. Is that Kirby right there making a business decision? Yeah, he's making a business decision <laughs> to tuck on out. Oh my goodness! How are you supposed to tackle a guy like that running the ball? He's a f- wow, wow, freak, 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 freak. But happy for Dylan Sampson. Uh, very mature. Who recruited Jamal Lewis, Jason Swain, Rodney Garner, Rodney Garner. Yeah, no, no surprise that uh, the players that he recruited were. Instrumental in Tennessee winning that championship in ninety eight. Who's, who's recruiting five star David Hobbs, Jason Swain? Um, you tell me. Rodney You're the Garner. recruiting expert. Oh, Rodney, Rodney Garner. Is Tennessee in a good position for him? <sighs> He'll announce uh, next Friday on his mom's birthday. I think it's his mom's birthday. Um, either way, it's for his mom. Yeah, it's his mom's birthday, uh, the twenty fifth. Tennessee is a good uh, position. Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama. It's really Tennessee, Georgia. Alabama's kind of falling by the wayside. Okay. Feel like Tennessee's in a fairly good spot. All right, all right, cool. Well, that's good. Hey, that's what I want to hear. I, that's what I want to hear. We'll take a uh, quick timeout, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Wesley Walker, defensive back, also Bryson Eason, two very important guys on this Tennessee defense, this Tennessee football team, fifth-rated team in the country. Tennessee Prime is brought to you by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. They fried up for you every single day there. They got the catfish. They got every side that you would love. Awesome Price's favorite, the French fries, uh, the mac and cheese, great <laughs> desserts. They got it all right there, right, AP? You're exactly <laughs> right, buddy. Banana pudding, you name it, they got it. And, uh, you know, while we miss not going out to Gus's, we still appreciate them being a big fan of the show. And uh, remember, each week it's fried up by Gus's world-famous fried chicken. We'll be right back with the players on the other side. You're watching and listening to Tennessee Prime. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime here on a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's been nothing beautiful about this day. It has it been is. raining cats and dogs. Hey, that, that tells me all I need to know about you is you liking it to be raining all day. No, I like for Tennessee to be number five in the country. I like for my team to be good. We are, so I don't care what the weather is. So <laughs> I, it's beautiful to me. So I'm happy right now. So Tennessee Prime fried up each and every Tuesday here and every day for you right there on Southern Avenue for you to go by and check out the world famous recipe of Gus's amazing sides. But now it is time to bring in our players and that is Wesley Walker. Also Bryson Eason. 
gentlemen, it's good to see y'all. Good evening. Wesley Walker. Oh, okay. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah, you sound great. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Wesley, you, you, we've seen you kind of play all over the secondary um, this fall. Nickel, safety. I can't, I can't um, hear y'all. <laughs> we'll get to you in a second, Bryson. Um, what, what do you feel like you have, have kind of, you know, improved? And, and it feels like you're starting to play more and more every week. Um, really just um, just really grasping the defense and, you know, Defense be the, it's really the same, uh, but it's really just really how your coaches want you to really play certain things. So really just getting a better understanding of how to move around in the defense and then like who I'm relating off of. Uh, just my fits really is just me getting more comfortable. You know, I got here in the summer, so you know, I didn't have too much too many reps to get it in, but just as the course of the season been going by, I just been kept working, kept working and just finding more opportunities to get on the field. But but you still came in with experience uh major conference experience playing at georgia tech how do you feel like that experience there at georgia tech playing at a high level there and some big games helped you uh acclimate to the style here in the sec um it really just you know it really just gave me confidence because uh just knowing that i've done this before and like you know they say sec acc um it's, it's really not too much different in terms of who you i mean it, i mean it's great guys on each side of the ball in both conferences. But I mean, of course, the SEC best conference for sure. But in terms of looking at it from like a football player perspective, it's, it's really not that big of a difference. And I just use the experience I, I've already had and just apply, apply it here. Bryson, we'll bring you in. I don't know if, if you can hear us. Uh, you, you're texting me, you can't. Can you hear us now? No, he can't. We can't hear Bryson for some reason. Um, <laughs> Wesley, we'll go back to you until we get Bryson figured out. Um, when you came in, you know, you played a lot of nickel at Georgia Tech. I know that's kind of where the staff put you at at first, um, you know, but as you, you know, kind of went through the season, have you kind of, you know, been pushing to play some more safety um, as we went along? Yeah, so at Tech, I played a lot of – I played a majority nickel for sure, but I always in practice got reps at strong safety. Like we had – I had two older safeties uh, that I played with, and they uh, actually went to the league after after last season. So I, I I get reps at strong safety all the time in, uh, in practice, so it's not really a weird feeling for me. Uh, I feel comfortable playing it. And, uh, yeah, that's something I, t- I tell the coaches, I mean, I want to. I want to be one of the Swiss Army Knights guys on defense, where I can just be plugged in anywhere and play. Early in the season, it was a home game, and man, I had ran into your folks. I don't know if it was a cousin, uncle. Uh, I don't know who it was. I just know that they were your folks, and they were just so excited about uh, you being here at the University of Tennessee and playing. Uh, for your home state, and man, I was dapping them up. They was dapping me up, man. I think we chest pumped and all, everything. We were so we were so hyped. But uh, how has it been for you being able to play for uh, the in-state school? Okay, you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, really, if you want me to be honest, like growing up, I didn't. I wasn't even just a huge Tennessee fan. Like my whole family was, but like I feel like just because the reason they was just a 
real big fan of Tennessee. I just naturally like was like, nah, I want a different team. I understand. But actually, actually coming back here and like playing for it, man, it's really nothing like it. Like I feel like it's really what I should have, you know. I feel like this is where I, where I'm supposed to be for real. Like I, I really like it. I really enjoy it. And it just it feel like it feel it feel like I'm really playing for my state. Like if you kind of get what I'm saying, it, it, I feel like I'm playing for my home state. It's just cool to see. Uh, and then all all the you know uh, the young people back home seeing me like seeing they could do something like that. It's just it's just cool to do. Seeing the atmosphere and being a part of the atmosphere all year long. I, how can you describe that? I mean, I, not not knocking Georgia Tech, but you know. It, 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 it's it's just not the same. Um, yeah. What kind of take me through when you first, you know, ran through the tee for the first time, started to see that crowd, and and, and what what kind of emotions does that draw for a you know for a twenty year old, twenty two year old? Yeah, I mean, it really it's really crazy because you know I've never played in like games that's been like as filled and packed as, as they have been this year. Like the largest game I probably played in was probably. Uh, when I played it, take the largest game I probably played in was probably. I it, it's really nothing I can compare to this, to be honest. Uh, you know, it's sold out games every every week almost, and um, I just I just really feed off the feed off the crowd. I don't really buy too much into it in terms of like you know let it affect me for real, but I do appreciate it and like just like you know take it in take it in for what it is and you know appreciate it. Like I'm really at this level and you know, I'm really you know. Preparing to like go put on the show in front of all these people is, is, is real cool. What what position you feel the most most comfortable? Is it is it nickel? Is it safety? Um, which one is it? Um, if I had to say which one I'm most comfortable, I'd probably just say star, just because I played played that the most. But um, I mean, as as you know, as I keep playing and and uh, y'all see, I, I really feel like I'm I'm very versatile and I can play. All over the field. To be honest, it's really just getting reps at it and just you know getting comfortable at it. We appreciate you carrying this segment since uh, Bryson's having technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, he is uh, he is he's getting in on his iPad, so he should be joining us momentarily. Um, when you look at this defense, it feels like you all have grown a lot from early in the year. Where have you maybe noticed this defense improve? Whether it's in the secondary where you play. Uh, at linebacker, um, as Juju's kind of got back going again, or in that front, uh, in that front four. Um, I really feel like the defense just has gotten better, you know, every week. And uh, you know, I really feel like it's all, you know, I really think I can't really just label like one group. I feel like everybody's gotten better. And I also feel like you know everybody's contributed. Like we get a lot of con uh, contribution from a lot of different spots, like. The D line, you know, we got a lot of we got a lot of production at our D line. Like it's not just, I mean, it's not just one person. Like we're getting a lot of, we pulling a lot of production out of a lot of people. So you know, I feel like the whole defense just coming together, playing. You don't know who might be the best, who might have the best game on defense one day, like one uh, Saturday. But you know, everybody consistent too. You know, um, and, uh, like I said, I feel like we we pull a lot of production from a lot of people because we you know we have the people to do that. There he is. Look at him, Jason. Coming in hot. Hey. Bryson East. Hey, y'all can hear me? We got you. Yeah, we hear you, man. You sound great. <laughs> we all should have just doing? messed with him and just moved our mouths but not said anything. Just to, just to really, really <laughs> mess with him. That would have been crazy. 
Bryson. What's going on, though? Oh, we're just been Wesley's been carrying your segment here. He says he owes you. He's owed part of your money. Um. So when you you come into the year and all summer long, Coach Garner kept saying, Bryson, he's got so much talent. Interior guy, he's quick twitch. I just I got to pull it out of him. I got to pull it out of him. It feels like he started to pull some of that out of you as you've played more and more as the season was going. What do you feel like you're doing well? Uh, man, just learning and trying to learn the little techniques about the D-line position and just trying to get better because I feel like the explosive and quickness comes with, you know, with me already from playing linebacker. So just moving it down to D-line, getting heavier, um, learning the, the little techniques and trying to get better at that. You know, try to gain uh, Coach G trusts. Man, it's a hard thing. I feel like he's one of the toughest coaches on the staff and probably in the SEC, but it's all love. And, um, you know, man, I'm just trying to get better, trying to do what I can to help this team out to uh, reach our end goal. And, man, <laughs> be number one, you know, get that ring on my finger, just help out any way I can and take some of that load off my brother's shoulders when they need a blow. So just being ready with my name called and trying to get better each and every day with him and work with him, it's just, it's just a blessing, really. You know what I mean? Uh, ten games you guys have played this season, uh, Bryson. Which game you feel like you, you you had your best your best showing? The game was slowing uh, down for you. You feel like you uh, went out there and made the most plays. Which game stands out for you individually? Uh, even though we lost, me personally, I feel like the Georgia game was probably the best game I had. I had TFL and uh, fumble recovery, and I did uh, my assignment that they asked me to do very well. Even though you know we didn't get the the uh the goal that we wanted me personally I feel like that's probably one of the best games that I had at the D line position and so far here at Tennessee. Bryson, when you uh when you look back at your career, you were MVP of the state championship game as a freshman. That next spring you and I did our first interview together. So we we've been talking for a while. Um yeah. you you were a linebacker all through high school. Mm-hmm. Then they move you to the D line when you first get here, but it's an end. Then all of a sudden, now you transformed into this D tackle. What were you weighing when when you were in high school? And I know you were a bigger linebacker, mm-hmm. freakishly bigger linebacker. But like, what were you weighing then versus what you're weighing now? And, and how have you seen your 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 ability change? Uh, I, back in high school when I was playing linebacker, I was I was two seventy. So since I've been up here, I gained about thirty pounds. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna. I don't know if it's fat or muscle. Probably a mixture of both. But <laughs> it's, <fiction. laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a mixture of both. But uh, it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole different aspect of the game in in three different positions. You know, I don't play linebacker in. They had me a Leo Leo at one point. So you know, just learning all these different positions and having the uh, ability to do so is a blessing. But um, uh, man, I've been embracing it. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get better and be the best version of myself. So at the end of the day, I can do some some great things for me and myself and the people that I care about. You know, just just continue to get better and, and don't trip about it. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the past. So I'm just looking on the better to better and brighter things, man. With the with um, playing, you know, in the inside, the the defensive line room look like it's deeper. Uh, that means Rodney is is trusting more more guys, and that include that includes yeah. you. Do you sense that when you come in? Uh, you're fresh. Do you sense that the offense is a little bit worn down and a little bit tired uh, and that because of the depth on the defensive line, you know, it's really giving the offensive line uh, trouble on the opposing team? 
Yeah, see, that, that's what I love about, you know, what Coach G got going. Cause we, he keep, as well as, you know, keeping us fresh, it's, it's keeping our bodies fresh as well. And I feel like, yeah, they be the, uh, the opposing offensive line. They'll probably be a little tired. And we come in there fresh. We, you know, come in there fresh, ready to make plays and, you know, just do what we got to do at a high level and execute well to, you know, help out in whichever way we can to do our job. So, man, I love it. I love the rotation that he, he got going and, keeping guys fresh, you know, keeping everybody getting, you know, getting a piece of that game so we all can be good and, you know, just help each other out. And it's cool, though, because, like, when the other guys on the field, we rooting them on, then when we, when we on the field, they rooting us on. It's just like a big brotherhood. Ain't no jealousy inside the room, you know. We won, you know what I'm saying? We are, we a real unit, you know what I'm saying? We done grew closer with each other, and we all just want each other to um, ball and get better in, in every way we can, you know what I'm saying? So I love the room, and I love what Coach G got going and, it's just been helping everybody and, man, and teaching us a lot of stuff about the game and just little stuff like that. That's uh, that's kind of how the shows went, you know. I mean, Wesley went the first three series and and and, and was kind of gassed, and then you finally made it. You know, you 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 finally made it and was able to spell him there for about five <laughs> questions. Um, yeah. our, our orange helmets. You guys been wearing those the last couple of weeks to break them in in practice. Unveil them today. You like them. Do you and then two? Do you like that you're wearing basically stormtroopers with an orange helmet? <laughs> I mess with the orange helmet. I think them just fresh, real fresh. It's something different. It's something I ain't never seen in Tennessee. So for me to be a part of that, it, it, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm really like one of one. You know what I'm saying? What about you, Wes? Like I rock with me personally. I mean, yeah, I like them. I mean, I was kind of, I kind of mad. I was kind of mad when they said that all the accessories is just white because I kind of wanted to put some orange accessories in it, but the helmets go crazy for sure. Yeah, they, they, they're slick. Real, <laughs> real slick. So, so what about, so the gloves got to be white too? Probably uh, so. I, I'm not sure what color the gloves are. I'm not sure. That's why you got to cut, cut, cut a deal with Hawk. Hmm. <laughs> right. They, they, they got to get Hawk's uh, orange gloves. I got, a, I got a funny story. So we just when we wore the all black unis, I tried to I tried to add some some uh they didn't let us wear all black accessories. I tried to wear I tried to sneak it in and they caught me. They was they was they were mad at me for the game. I had to take it all <laughs> When did you try to sneak it in during warm ups or right before the yeah, game started? Yeah, right there. Right there. Warm ups. Oh, see, yeah. that's that's, that's that. <laughs> you got you gotta do it right before you run through the team, man. See? That. <laughs> Who's paying attention to that, by the way? Uh, it'd, it'd be random people. I, I you really don't know who's paying attention to it. You just get somebody to come yeah. up to you and just say, hey, you can't wear that, man. It <laughs> would be like that, randomly. <laughs> I remember yep. uh, who was going against LSU with the smoke grays, and I wanted to wear, like, a black T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? The black T-shirt. Man, if folk, man, Koji, it ain't, he ain't so nice when he say take it off. Yeah, he told me to take it off right when we got back in there. Uh, you know how it go when you, you know what I'm saying, we come out there stretch and stuff, then we go back, run on the field. Something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, we came back out and had to take it off. Yeah. LSU, did you guys walk past Mike the Tiger? Was Mike the Tiger right next to the visiting locker room? I ain't seen him. Yeah. They stopped doing there. that then. They stopped doing that then. Okay. What? Let's talk about Coach Garner for a minute, Bryson, before we take our first break um, or our next break. Um, what, what's that? 
like playing for him. And then you start hearing that kind of bellowing voice, you know, out there on the, you know, on the practice field. Um, mm-hmm. And Wesley, you can jump in here too. Is this, is that something you all notice when he's kind of getting after that D line? Yeah, you know, definitely. You know what I mean, that, that's just who he is though. He the hard head coach of the team. I mean, I feel like every team need that though. And I mean, what, mm-hmm. what better, what better spot for him to be at than your D line? You want your D line to be nasty and real coached up, and I mean that's exactly what they is. You see it, you see it every Saturday. Nah, for real. When you, you know when Coach G yelling at somebody, when you hear him, nine times out of ten, when you hear him just randomly, he yelling at somebody. But uh, <laughs> we all, we all know his love. Though. We come from a place of love, and what I, what I personally look at Coach G as, like uh, I don't know if y'all seen this or not. But the uh, Kung Fu Panda movie and had like the little old turtle, but he kind of remind <laughs> me of the turtle. He just ain't he just ain't as cool in the combat, you know what I'm saying? He got that wisdom though, you know what I'm saying? Like an old wise turtle, but just a lot angrier. That's it. That's how I describe. He so he a snapping turtle. <laughs> yeah, that ain't oh <laughs> that ain't for you. Just a little, just a little bit more spice to him. That's, yeah, that Are you really right comparing though. Rodney Gardner to this? <laughs> like, I'm talking about with the wisdom, though. With, like what he be saying, like his message. He did this him with the message, you know what I'm saying? But the delivery is different. That's all, you know what I'm saying? Either you're going to get a lot of reps this weekend or you're going to get a lot less reps this weekend. I don't know what <laughs> Oh man, that's great. But that's great stuff. We might have to tell him after the game. Um, <laughs> all right, let's take our next break. When we come back on the other side, we'll take questions from you. Get in the comments section. Let's ask Wesley and Bryson some questions. Kind of get to know these guys. We'll do that on the other side. You're watching t- and listening to Tennessee Prime on the Sports Animal. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime, fried up each week by our good friends at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken on Sutherland Avenue. Time to take questions from the comment box, and we'll uh, we'll scroll up the page there, Trey. We're going to go with uh, Nugs, who says, Wesley, you played with Jameer Gibbs at Georgia Tech. What was it like beating him this year, and have you talked to him since? Uh, yeah, like uh, I had a little uh, interview earlier this year. They asked me, like, you know, how uh, – like we still talk, we talk all the time, like just like sending stuff, sending stuff on like social media stuff, some funny stuff, or it could be just like trolling, trolling each other or something. But after the game, when they rushed the field, I tried to try to go talk to them, but they, I guess they had to get out the field real fast. But, you know, that's my dog. We uh, talk all the time, and you know, it was actually cool and funny playing against him. I mean, we really, uh, you know, 
it was just a laid back dude. It was fun. It was fun playing against him for sure, though. Who is your your favorite Vol legend? I mean, you guys, um, not sure how much you go back into history. How many guys you uh, study, watch film of, of of guys who played before you? But if you had someone that you studied that played before you, who would be someone that you looked at and was really impressed with their game? Mine growing up, always, always uh, uh, like Eric Berry. You know, mm-hmm. He was just the main person like, I really heard of. That, that's probably the first football player like I just like really heard of. You know, since he went paid man in the nothing, uh, he's probably Eric Berry. Eric Berry, that's a good one. How about you, Bryce? Uh, when I first, you know, committed, I was a linebacker, and my uncle then was like, "Uh, you need to check in, tap in on Al Wilson." And at the time, I didn't really know who Al Wilson was, but I found out. Uh, I say him, and I just liked how he played, played the position, and how he carried it on to the league, and how successful he was. Eric, uh, not Eric, but Al Wilson, one of the one for sure. And now that you're a defensive tackle, your favorite favorite ball is Fred White. Um, I'm playing. I love Fred. Um, he was a safety, not a D-tackle. Um, David Johnson asks, who is the nastiest, meanest player on the team, Bryson? Meanest <laughs> uh, <laughs> meanest player on the team. Mm. I ain't going to. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw some. I'm gonna show some old lines some love, and I'm gonna rock out my my uh somebody I came in with. I'm gonna go a little spread. Yeah, that boy get dirty. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the zookeeper. Do y'all do y'all do y'all give him a hard time by him giving himself the nickname the zookeeper? I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I hold you. I ain't never, yeah, I ain't never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did, and it's because everybody gives him those stuffed animals after every win. So he's always walking around there after the game. Look at him; he had the elephant, and he's had the tiger. And he's walking around there Saturday with a tiger. You know, I'm sure he'll have some type of rooster this week. You know, <laughs> and that's clever but, though. Like, that's clever. Yeah, that's hard. I didn't even know he was doing it. Yeah, I ain't, see, that's clever. It's hard. It's hard. They look at this. <laughs> I, I didn't know he was doing it. That's that's hard. Though. <laughs> Did he bring that same one back out for Missouri? I think that's the same one he had um, for Missouri. Um, Probably. Probably. But I, he was – it was funny. I mean, like, he makes a beeline for that stuff every game. Um, I mean, I, again, it's all entertainment value, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you guys put in a lot, a lot of work. You got to have fun with it. And uh, Sprags is definitely having fun with it. <laughs> what 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 do you feel like you guys learned playing on the road a couple of weeks ago in a hostile environment that may help you this weekend? I'm not saying that William Bryce Stadium will be as loud as Georgia, or hey, it could be louder than Georgia. I'm not sure, but uh, do you feel like you guys learned something from that experience that may help you this Saturday? Well, I feel like we learned that. Man, no matter where we gotta go, we just gotta go and play, play hard, execute. You know, really just do what we gotta do. Um, I, I I feel like I speak for a lot of guys in the locker room when I say they kind of live a bad taste in that mouth. 
and the feeling that we don't want to feel again. So that's what I feel like. You know, a lot of guys got out of it. You know, we've been winning so much and to lose kind of hurt people, you know, rub them the wrong way. But And that's something we don't want to feel again. So I feel like that, and, uh, you know, just going to play regardless of where we are. So yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, I'd say uh, probably just learn to, you know, because I feel like pregame, you know, we, we wasn't out of it, but we just got to learn that we just can't roll roll out. We, we got to rely on ourselves to give ourselves some juice, you know, even when we, again, when we got a hostile crowd against it. So really, you know, I'm not I'm not too much where I know we're going to, I know we'll bounce back and we learn from it, you know. But, I mean, what we pull from it really just, you know, you know, it's, it's all us, you know. It's all on us in terms of, you know, showing up, you know, playing against hostile. We ain't going to have the best. Fans, you know, and kneeling every week, you know, sometimes we just gonna have to rely on ourselves to get, you know, get juiced up, get hyped for the game. So, I mean, not saying we wasn't, but um, I feel like I feel like they was most definitely, you know, I feel like we came out a little flat, a little flat, and uh, it just, it's just hard to get that back when you're playing against a hostile in a, in a hostile environment like that. This is a comment, not a question, from Kelly Goodwin. She said, please tell these young men thank you, and she is proud of both of you. Do you all ever kind of have that interaction, like on a ball walk or walking out of the stadium signing autographs with a fan where you guys kind of find out how much what you all do on Saturday afternoons means to so many? Uh, After the games, uh, after the games, you know, I didn't. I, I'm not used like at Georgia Tech. We didn't really have a fan base like this, so I'm not used to really signing autographs. You know, for little kids and for you know fans and stuff after. So, you know, it's all it's it's cool to me and it's a blessing just to you know know you have an impact on people like that. What about you, Bryson? Uh, nah, it's crazy, man. Uh, the vibe would be cool just seeing all the people out there showing their love and support. You know, not just not just here in Knoxville though. All around Tennessee, cause I'm from Tennessee, and um, it's just crazy what I hear from back home. Uh, stuff, little stuff I see up here, like the little kids want the autographs, like we said, just and just little stuff like that, man. It, it's cool, you know what I'm saying? It's cool, it's real cool. I mess with it. it's cool, you know what I'm saying? To give a little sign, to little kid about now he happy or whatnot. But sometimes it'd be crazy though. But it cool for sure. Eric B. Jones wants to know what's your favorite moment as a Vol so far? Because, hey, there may be some moments coming up, guys, that may be your favorite moment. There's two football games we played in the regular season, opportunity to play in the postseason. But so far, what's been your favorite moment? The Bama game, no question. Just, I feel like that's just the that was that was I don't know. I feel like that was, that's the most that's my favorite one. I ain't been a ball that long though. So. I've been a ball for two years and I ain't never seen nothing like that back again. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, yeah, that was just crazy. Probably one of the best experiences, like top five experience, you know, that I experienced in my life so far. Just so far though. Bama game was crazy. I, I you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't been a part of nothing like that, but the craziest part was after the game, if you ask me, just all them fans and stuff like that. I had got my cigar from somebody else's mouth on the field. That, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, 
I ain't even get one in the locker room. I got some. I, I was like, fuck, you know, forget it. Just give me it. You know? <laughs> so uh, it was, man, it was cool, though. That Bama game, it was crazy, though. It was crazy. So y'all seen Bama game. That's a game you guys you guys played in the game that people will talk about 30 years from now, no matter what happens from here on out. That that's that's a game that people will always talk about. You know, those moments, those indelible moments, uh, you know, that that, you know, are kind of stuck in everybody's, uh, you know, kind of, you know, brain, uh, whether it's Billy Ratliff recovering the ball when Arkansas fumbled 98. Uh, Tennessee went in overtime against Florida in 98. Will Hoyt's kicking 04. That's a one from when Jason played. Um, just those kind of cool moments, and and so uh, the, the, they're they're not uh, they don't always come around for every uh, team, but they they come around for you guys. So you know, uh, soak that one up, and we'll see if there's any more indelible moments this year. Um, you know, along the way, who knows a potential playoff spot, and uh, you know, then you're in the final four, playing for a, a chance to go play for a national title. And guys, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. We're gonna cut you guys loose and let y'all go and do homework or watch TV or whatever you guys want to do, but we appreciate you coming on and joining us and uh, we'll talk with you guys real soon. Okay. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. That's Bryson Eason and Wesley Walker, both joining us, Jason here on Tennessee prime. Let's take our final break. And when we come back, we'll preview the game against South Carolina. We'll maybe even talk a little recruiting on the other side. I'm Austin Price. He's Jason Swain. You're listening to, Tennessee Prime on the Sports Animal and the on the VolQuest YouTube channel. Welcome back to Tennessee Prime. Brought up each week by our good friends at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken on Sutherland Avenue. We got six minutes left, Jason. What do you want to talk about, buddy? You want to talk recruiting? You want to talk yes. previewing the South recruiting. Carolina game? Recruiting. Oh, yeah. I mean, recruiting. I got a pretty good idea of what's going to happen against South Carolina. Uh, yeah, I do too, a bludgeoning. But I, <laughs> I do want to know about recruiting and some of the uh, future Tennessee volunteers, potentially. What do you want to talk about? Uh, recruiting. Tell me. All right, let's go. Khalifa Keat was here this past weekend, running back from down around Birmingham. Uh, I don't know if the Tennessee fans saw they Will Stallings uh, decommitted from Tennessee. That was, uh, you know, a uh, projected move. (laughs) In other words, Tennessee moved on from Will Stallings. Um, Tennessee had a decommitment? Yeah, because they're going in another direction, and there's the direction they're going right there. The bowling ball heading down the near sideline as – Khalifa Keith, who's six foot, a legit six foot. I mean, uh, recruiting services have him listed six two ish. He's not. He's a little over six feet, but he's like two hundred thirty pounds in high school. And when you put him in a weight room, a nutrition program, this kid is going to be a, a little something different that Tennessee has. I mean, think about it. Two thirty right now, Jason. He's twenty pounds heavier than any other back on campus, and yeah, uh, and and that's kind of what they need, right? Somebody that can pick up that tough three or four yards when they need to. And I think Tennessee's done a really good job in improving short yardage situations this year. But, you know, to be able to kind of lean on that defense with the running game and make those linebackers kind of feel it, you know, when when it gets, you know, into the fourth quarter, I think that's something that Tennessee's been kind of striving for. And they want to have both kind of the lightning and the thunder. Right now they just kind of have the 
you know, the, 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 the speed guys, the smaller guys, they want to have that thunder option. And uh, Khalifa Keith would be uh, uh, a, a perfect example of that. And he'll probably do something next week. Yeah, you just you just want guys that bring something different to the table, so that way you have options depending on who you play. I mean, you may play a team that have huge linebackers like Bryson Easton coming out of high school, and in pass protection, you need a bigger back to be able to hold up. So, uh, having that option, I think, is very very important. Uh, question would be, can he stay at two thirty when yeah. he gets here? I mean, that's going to be the question because everyone's different, and you never know how someone may respond once they get into a college weight room, and they have access to all, you know, different types of food. <laughs> and so uh, going to be important for him to stay at, you know, 230 or whatever weight that the the strength staff feels that uh, is his best to be able to perform at a high level. All right, Austin, who else you got? Well, let's talk David Hobbs. Um, okay. We talked about it earlier, and I saw a couple of comments. Yeah, I, I'm a, I understand Steve Wolf on Crystal Balding, right? Um, you know, I don't do crystal balls. I do my phrasing that most people on VolQuest, if you remember, understand. Um, I've said for a while Tennessee's in a good spot there. Um, you know, Georgia made a run. Um, you know, they surpassed Alabama. I do not think they're going to surpass Tennessee. Um, you know, but again, this is a kid that, you know, has liked Tennessee for quite a while. Um, and if you can win out on David Hobbs, who is a, a freakish athlete, you know, plays tight end, plays defensive line, uh, he's a basketball guy, um, unbelievable feet, hands, quickness. Um, you know, it's a huge win. When you're beating out Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, and Georgia for a defensive lineman, that's a big deal. So if they get that one to the finish line next Friday and he picks Tennessee, um, then, you know, that's a huge coup for Rodney Garner and this defensive staff. And then you try to go and swing in a Samuel Pimba. A lot of people have him pegged for Georgia. I don't disagree. I've talked to multiple people this week. He's never told Georgia he's in. Now, Georgia feels good. He's visited there more than anywhere else. And, um, you know, it just makes sense. But he's still calling Tennessee, not the other way around, not Tennessee calling him. He's reaching out, talking to Tennessee. So, you know, I think that's what, you know, has kind of given me pause down the stretch here to not say, you know, hey, Kind of like an election. We're not projecting, you know, the winner yet. We, 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 we have a lean, but we're not projecting George is going to be the winner here for Samuel and Pemba. We'll see over the next week how a lot of that unfolds. He will announce on December 4th, which is the day after the SEC championship game. I remember years ago, 2013-14, I was watching film of a defensive player that was making plays at tight end, making plays on offense. And I was like, oh, man, he's he's athletic. He's very, very uh, nimble. And that player was was Derek Barnett. Watching Hobbs' film reminds me a little bit of, of watching Derek Barnett's film. Now, Derek Barnett was knocking kids out during the game. It was it was kind of it was kind of sad, actually, that those young players had to go up against Derek Barnett. But you can see the athleticism is the point here. You can yeah. see it in Hobbs. So – Man, Tennessee's able to get him. That would be huge. You always got to have some some big time players on on the defensive line, man. So thank you so much for the recruiting update, Austin. As we um, leave for tonight, that's right. Let's head on out of here, baby. We got ten seconds left, Jason. Well, thank y'all for joining us. Tennessee Prime brought to you by Gus's world famous fried chicken. 
That's Austin Price, VolQuest.com, Jason Swain, 991, The Sports Animal. Same time next week, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Y'all have a blessed day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.